Hey guys, thanks for joining us for another episode of Riding Through the Ages. I'm Eugene. I'm Eric. And today we're watching episode 6 of Zero One, I Want to Hear Your Voice. It aired on October 6, 2019. It was written by Masaya Kakehi, and it was directed by Takayuki Shibasa. And uh, where did we leave off last time? We had uh, them just finish revealing Hideo's new, uh, what was it, rushing? No, not rushing cheetah. It was uh, It was the bird one. The, the, fa- the, uh, the fire bird one. Oh, I thought it was the fire like, lion or something like that. No, yeah, it was the, the bird. The bird was the falcon one, and then the, the fire lion. Yeah, yeah, it's like rising falcon and then... Uh, burning burning tiger? Burning, yeah, it's the name of it. I have the pro-rise key. Flaming tiger. Flaming tiger, okay. Yeah, I have the pro-rise key of that. Yeah, so we just saw flaming tiger with his hand jets of fire. Yeah, that he had to learn what direction they shot from. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, it's hard to guess where the show's going because it's trying to tell a story mm-hmm. and it's not like parts. Um, it's like a big arc. Right now it's episodic in the fact that it's... Following like the human gears and them trying to uh, sell them, I guess. Yeah, and then something happens and he, some someone learns something. Right, usually. <laughs> I still like about the fact that this show is... It doesn't focus on what we would focus on, what a uh, Western audience would focus on in mm-hmm. this scenario. Right. It's like, it's not taking away our jobs. No. <laughs> that, that's, this show is not about the machines nope. are taking our jobs. It's, our it's, no. it's mostly about the machine can't do all of your job. You have to do some of it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's what the last uh, uh, Yeah, the, the path of manga. What was it? The, his passionate path. Where yeah. it pointed out that the only thing they're not good at is being creative. So you, yeah. that, you, we can't beat them in other things. We got to beat them in the things we can beat them in. Right. <laughs> Yeah, you're never going to be more productive or better better at art as far as the drawing, the mechanical yeah. part of it. But you can have the passion. Yeah, the passion. Yeah. Then I want to hear your voice, which we are under the assumption. You know, you've turned me over to that. It's about after a- thinking It makes sense because they introduced it. They showed the whole him making it process, the reveal. Uh-huh, and she was, they, she was in a thing. She was in a scene from the last episode. Mm-hmm. And the... Uh, this was back when the the manga artist was about just work them to death. It doesn't matter. We'll just get new ones. Yep. And the guy who had made her was kind of protective of her. Yeah, the opposite. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I mean, that'd be interesting. Um, do you know what a Vocaloid is? I do. Do you know you can buy software to make the Vocaloid sounds? I do, yes. Yeah, yeah. so. I was they, like, I actually had a friend that was super into them. Uh it was never really my bag. I just thought it was interesting how many languages and stuff or how many versions they would make for every yeah, language. Yeah. You can do uh, – th- there's really good voice synthesizing. I mean, you can tell, but you can also obviously tell what they're saying. Yeah. I mean, it, the one thing I thought was really cool was that every – basically every generation of them is more and more uh, like a human speaking. For people who don't know, a Vocaloid is a – artificial idol yeah kind of yeah i mean you can use them for anything like if you wanted to do uh you know uh like a voiceover for an animated film or something like that yeah, uh, yeah. essentially it's like a p- voice program that Vocaloid, usually yeah. like 99 percent of its use is for people to make music yeah like they would use them in song like the the most famous one is atsumi no miku mm-hmm. which is a completely artificial idol super, super popular she has concerts yeah she has uh She's been in uh, television commercials, uh, all sorts of stuff. Uh, they also do now uh, virtual YouTubers. Wow. Which are people acting. Uh-huh. Uh, the most popular one is Ai. Oh, I think it, I we may have uh, saw 
like as we're going through Japanese YouTube, I think I may have may have seen something and asked you the question, like, "What the heck is that?" Yeah, it's uh, Ai She's a, a virtual YouTuber gamer. She's done interviews with other YouTubers. <laughs> she's has parties. Uh, she's so popular. She has action figures of her. Wow. Um, and uh, it's actually she's actually a pretty good Let's Player. Um, because it's someone wearing capture gear. Uh huh. And somebody's doing a voice. But nobody knows who that is. Okay. But there's a company behind her right. that does the animations and does the the uh, the arrangements and all that stuff. Okay. So there yeah. is somebody who is actually her. Right. But nobody knows who it is. Okay. Which would be the ultimate celebrity. It could be coming to find out it's somebody everybody actually knows. Just some old fat guy. It's probably gonna be like some, <laughs> a dude that. <laughs> it's, it's always tempting to create a virtual YouTuber just for the fun of it. See how it goes. Yeah. I mean, it's bad enough when you you could feel like you can say whatever you want on the internet if you don't even have to put your face to it. <laughs> <laughs> so true. Um, yeah. So we're going to go watch this. Uh, um, episode six. Um, so you're not used to the formula of modern common writer. So I'm guessing that will be a new form this episode. Uh, judging by how many forms have been pumped out over the last five episodes at this point, it would feel weird if somebody didn't get it. They front load the forms for toy sales. Okay. Um, usually, so usually how it works is first 10, 15 form every episode. Mm. Slows down because around that time, they'll get between 10 and 20, 10, 15, 20 around there. They'll get a mid-season upgrade. Okay. And then that upgrade will have a couple of forms attached to it. Okay, yeah. Um, and then they'll get a second mid-season upgrade, and then they'll get a final upgrade. Quite a few. And then um, that's the main writer. Secondary writers <laughs> may will get like several forms, and they might skip the first mid-upgrade. Okay. So what happens a lot of times is the writers are going, writer, uh, main writer is powerful, but secondary writer gets like his forms, and he actually gets more powerful than the main writer. Main writer gets his form, his mid-season upgrade, greatly surpasses the secondary writers. Okay. Then the secondary writers get their... Mid-season upgrade. Which then greatly surpasses the greatly yeah. surpass. Yeah, and then okay. it, it goes back and forth like that until the the main common writer, he gets the final form, which is the final upgrade. Okay. That's usually how it goes. I mean, they might try something different for a while, but that's how it goes usually. Uh, it's like a ba- it's a bounce and forth between who's the most popular, the power. Okay, gotcha. Uh, so I'm honestly, with how fast they're pumping them out, I wouldn't be surprised to see at least two. Like one for, I mean, I don't know who would get them. I mean, okay, so let's see. No, it would be weird if the main character got one because he just had. We've seen two forms for Vulcan. So Valkyrie's the only one that hasn't got, has only gotten one form. Right, Valkyrie has one. But she's a girl, so yeah, you never know. and this, we've only seen her fight like one and a half times. <laughs> so. I do know she has a secondary form because I saw the toy. Oh, yeah, so you got, you kind of. Because I, I, I didn't see the, what the form looked like. But I saw, the pro rise, the, I, I saw the pro-rise key. Oh, okay. That's relevant. Yeah. You, you didn't buy that one, did you? Yeah. Yeah, see, he's got uh, six? Yeah, I have six keys. Yeah, six keys in the belt. One of them, one of them is a legendary, legendary rider key, so it doesn't count. Right. It's double, I think, yeah, right? It's double. So I have- Five. Uh, yeah, I have cheetah, tiger, um, hopper- Shark. Shark, and bird. Right. Eagle or falcon. Yeah, falcon. right. Falcon. Falcon. So uh, we're going to go watch that, and then- We'll be back. We'll be back. We're back. You're back. 
And uh, quick thoughts, what did you think? It's a good episode. It's really building. It really is, yeah. There's a lot going on now. There's a lot of uh, dynamic shifts, it seems like. Yeah, so you can see how the non-two-part does differently. Yeah. I'm not saying better. No, it's just a different... D- differently. Uh, like, yeah. if we were watching... If we were six two-parters in, in double, we'd be so much farther in the story. Right, yeah. It's So it's kind of... Um, it's a slower burn. It really is. Yeah, it's interesting to see that. But then when you said that this might have... Or this has arcs from what you've understood from... Uh, uh, your research it it makes sense that they would have they would progress farther in one story because there's more story whereas with double i think it's like it's something like 16 but i think it's arcs in the same way that like in the way like any series would like anime arcs yeah where they finish something but it's but a bunch of stuff still carries over yeah they find out oh there's another thing that we didn't know about plus this that we didn't finish sometimes almost always in a common writer show they'll beat the bad guy and you find out that wasn't the bad guy yeah you know as long as it's not like a, a naruto ninja war where every single uh you know, 40 chapters later, there's a new bad guy and there's no time to rest. What happens a lot. <laughs> now, I, I'm ready for, you know, a couple times. What right? happens a lot that I don't, which I think happens, is that the actors who play the good guys get really popular. Oh. And so then they make them into good guys. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it happens. Yeah. Anyway. Well, I mean, that's the same thing that happens with, you know, like with Vegeta. But um, Sasuke was probably meant to be like, whatever. Right. <laughs> God. Sasuke. Sasuke. The most said word in Naruto. <laughs> okay, anyways, so this show, this episode starts out, and they're in a recording booth for an anime. Yep, they're doing, uh, well, they're, they're not doing, but uh, Arto's watching this. He's in the booth. Humagear and He's two, in the recordings section. Yeah, him and Izu, and they're watching this uh, Humagear seiyu and two other seiyu. Yeah, uh, uh, voice actresses in Japanese. Yes, that, that means voice actress or actor. It's uh, Yeah, voice talent. Yeah. And um, they're watching them record an episode of the same uh, manga that was from episode five, I believe, right? It might be because there was there was talks of it. It was Perfumsugi. Yeah, something like that. Um, uh, I think it's supposed to be uh the the anime for the um manga that was in the previous thing. Yeah, that's the, that's what I picked up on it because yeah. it looked like the same characters almost. So yeah, I think so. It is because that because uh, uh, this is the voice actress from yes last episode. Yeah, like same I called. exact one, same guy, a- and she was supposed to be the voice actress for that show, and that's why the manga writer was there. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, the crazy thing about this is that basically the other two say you the human ones each have one character, and the human here has. Like all the rest, including animals, it's like old man, yeah, cat noises. <laughs> it's like why even have the other two? So you haven't watched? Have you watched any of the One Piece anime? Um, I have seen a couple here and there. Like, uh, I'm sure, like if it was on Toonami at some point, and it was, um, I was never really a big fan of the anime though. So it's, uh, okay, it was usually so, one of those waiting for it to be over. So, so there's else this. Comes on. It's in uh, One Piece and some other anime of that of that era when it first started mm-hmm. that there's this almost running gag that when there's animals in the show the animals are not done by animal noises they're done by people doing animal noises oh yeah so it's always but always like poorly yeah like yeah yeah or that's a person doing animal noise mm-hmm. uh Animals in Japanese make different sounds than yeah. Than the onomatopoeia is uh, yeah, one hundred percent different. Yeah, there's not even one that I remember. And I'm thinking, okay, how can you mess up a cow noise? Oh boy. Well, uh, 
frog is gero. Yeah. You know, the funny thing is that most frogs don't rib it. Only yeah. one, only like one or two types of frogs rib it. Mm-hmm. And those are the ones that are in Hollywood. Yeah. I mean, there's frogs that, that chirp. Mm-hmm. There's frogs that yodel. There's well, frog. <laughs> I mean, there's frogs that break their own arms and slice you with their. Yeah. Frogs are, frog frogs are weird. Anyways. Um. <laughs> So yeah, she's doing all the other animals. She's doing all the other voices, and of course, uh, and this is what makes me one hundred percent sure this is the same anime or the same uh, manga is because Arto's in the back just freaking out about this. Yeah, show. so oh, yeah, he's, the, he's a huge fan. So yeah, yeah, probably is it. She said the the line. She said the catchphrase like "I'll beat you evil" or something other yeah. defeat darkness. And um, uh, Fu was there. Yeah, Fu was patiently waiting by the door, looking at his phone. Yeah, showing some serious professionalism. You'll find out in a second mm. because he could. Just burst in there. Yeah. Uh, and that seems like uh, him. Uh, exactly. He, he... A rare a rare occurrence of restraint. Yeah, so um, they're all excited. He's all acting excited. He's trying to put off that Fu is actually a fan. Yeah, he's like, oh, what are you doing here? And uh, Fu is just says, "Don't you, basically, be quiet. Don't you realize you're in a recording studio? Yeah. And then uh, Izu brings him back saying, you know what we're doing here. Mm-hmm. And he's being his himself as the president the president of the company that goes to individuals <laughs> and um it makes you wonder how expensive human gears are right so i'm guessing there's like because we saw this guy earlier and he went for the highest class human gear the uh-huh. one that he got to design himself right because you can't just grab a generic whatever they have in the warehouse human yeah gear. yeah uh but this one is a custom design one so it must have cost a pretty penny i'm sure uh, especially because this human gear will make him money in the long run. Yes, yeah. Um, it's commercial use. Yeah, it's commercial use. And so, but also, I think it's mostly him. He's going around to different... Um, Studios? Different uh, jobs. He's going around to different jobs and basically proof-concepting things so he can make, he can say, well, this one's a human gear. It's doing well so that we can sell it to this person. Oh, you're talking about uh, Arto? Yeah, Arto. Yeah, exactly. Going around different jobs. Proving that they're doing it, and most of them you can turn to the monsters he has to kill. But um, <laughs> every single time, <laughs> so think about it. If you pay for this, I'll set it up. It'll go good for like three days, and then I'll kill it for you. <laughs> no, his thing is okay. So if you pay this, I won't be around, and obviously it won't turn into a monster because <laughs> I won't be around. <laughs> yeah, he's like, it's like that protection money you have to pay now. That you've- <laughs> yeah. What is the, yeah? So what is this extra fee on this line here? That's to keep the common writer away from you yeah okay yeah i'll pay in that yeah, this, is, this is so i don't break your orange cart it's kind of like if you ever saw do you know who jessica fletcher is uh-uh she's the main character from murder she wrote oh okay it's like if you ever saw jessica fletcher you run the other way because yeah, you know you're gonna die because somebody is dying <laughs> oh god you're either gonna be killed or suspected of murder <laughs> so anyway they're they're uh walking they're leaving the building now because yeah. you know obviously he's with the guy uh quality assurance or whatever yeah and uh, the guy's talking about how happy he is with her and whatnot. And he's all, st- and Arto's all stoked because she said the line. Yeah, yeah, and it's just going so well. But then Fuo walks up and says that uh, this guy is in violation of Article Six of the Human Gear Code. The the A- not the Human Gear Code, the AI. Oh, that's right. It's the AI Violations Act. Yes, yes. So there's, uh, so it's not just Human Gear; it's just AI. Uh huh. Um. And uh, so he's Arto's like, "What are you talking about?" And he's he basically just throws him to the side and walks up and says that no that it cuts away from there it cuts away the horror beat and June after that oh does and, it and then it goes back to that oh you're right it does so it yeah. goes it, as soon as he gets accused it cuts back to 
Jin and mm-hmm. Horobi. And Jin actually it cuts back to Jin. He's in. He's just searching on the web, googling it about what his son is. Beca- yes, because in the last episode, Horobi said that you're my son. Yeah, and I had forgotten about this entire. I had to. It's been a whole month. But they, I mean, they look the same age. But right. they're, they're they're robots, so it doesn't really matter. Um, maybe maybe they're robots. Well, we, yeah, I'm pretty sure they're robots. I'm pretty sure at least yeah, at least the one. It, well, Is he saying you're my son? Right? Yeah, at least, at least, uh, based definitely on based what's rest of the episode, June is uh, Horobi. I'm guessing is because of the way they act, mm-hmm. but um, Horobi could be faking it. Could be. He could be. So, uh, anyways, Gene's looking up this the definition of child of son of son. That's right, son. And you know, reading it over, uh, and then Horobi walks in, and um, I can't remember what he was mulling over as Horobi was walking in. I, it was like. Um, he basically was male air, male air. He's was reading the definition of it. Yeah, and it's like sinking in. Yeah, um, and uh, he has sort of be, I, I'm your son. He's like, yeah, you're, you're my son. Uh, and and, and and children do what their uh, parents say. Yeah, and we think to us, and we think as anybody watching this show, you do not have a real family. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> good luck with that. I mean, it's a show for kids. That, There's that, reason I don't have kids yet. That's the that's the lesson I learned from the bad guys. Is parents do, kids do what the parents say? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Just gotta have a firm, uh, murderous. And he tells him to. Um, he's given him permission to go and get zero ones progress keys. Progress keys. And Jin's excited. About yeah, obviously, because he's been he's been like, "Come on, when do I get one? When do I get one?" This whole time, like a kid. So then it goes back to Fua and Arato. Yeah, at which point Fua throws him on the side and basically calls the dude out for uh, having this human gear that looks exactly like his daughter that died three years ago. Because article uh, Article Six of the Act Six of the the AI, you can't base a human gear off of someone's actual appearance unless they give you permission. Oh, and since she's dead, she wasn't able to give permission. Plus, he says it insults her memory. Yeah. And uh, that, that's 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 Fua about the fact that I think his whole family's dead. And and then, of course, uh, Arto's like, Not, what are you talking about? And then he just whips out this picture like, oh, yeah, nobody's going to be fooled by this because all that changed basically was the hairdo. The hair has been changed, but yeah. it, he whips out a picture of the daughter on his phone, and it's just it's the same actress with different hair. Yeah. But same. um. Could have been a headshot from the past or something. Yeah. So uh, this brings up a whole lot of interesting things because we know that uh, Aruta was raised by a human gear. Who, yeah. Who we called Dad. Yeah. See, before we were, I think we were debating whether or not he knew it was a human gear. I think he. Well, like I've I've, I've always said, that I think it was just he was raised by a human gear who was a copy of. Uh huh. Because I. Yeah. No, I, I mean, it was always like it's got to be it, right? Yeah, I just I'm didn't th- know if he had made the. Well, connection. there was some, uh, during this time, some people were thinking that maybe Arta was a human gear and he didn't know it. Yeah. No, I can see that, and I mean. <sighs> <laughs> well, once we get down to the, the certain point in this, I'm going to tell you my wacky theory. Hel- I've been holding my tongue for like 15 But anyways, minutes. so, um, uh, so, but also, it, uh, this actually means that it's interesting because this, um, first off, I was sort of right, but not fully right. Because mm. I was thinking he was just going to have a human gear that he thought of as his daughter. Right. But this human gear is a copy, of his, a copy daughter, of his daughter. Which, like, brings yeah. it to another level I wasn't it, expecting, really which is really brings in a lot of questions. Exactly. Um, because it, bring, it brings in questions because, like, first off, it also means that they've put a little bit of thought into the world building here, that this is an actual law. Yeah, yeah. Which totally makes sense. It really does. Because that way you can't... Like make a celebrity or anything like that, mm-hmm. and you you can't have a you can't have a celebrity human gear 
you can't have a, a human gear of your ex-girlfriend. Right. You know, things like... Exactly. And so it's a very cool thing that they've thought this much into it. Right. Because I, I, it never occurred to me that somebody would do that. I mean, obviously, if I lived in that world, it would come to my mind. But, yeah, uh, you know, it was just kind of, yeah, it's a very nice thing to see pop up a little bit of spice. Yeah, a little bit of world building about it. And um, uh, the manager is trying to push it off. It's like, no, she's not. She's just a human gear I work for. And right. the, and uh, Arut is torn because of the things in his past. Yep, like he understands. And that's when a, a taxi pulls up. Yeah, a taxi pulls up and somebody steps out, I'm assuming the taxi driver? Well, it, it, there's a scene in the um in the taxi and Jin is in the passenger seat. Mm. And the taxi driver pulls up and he hands the taxi driver, the taxi driver already has the belt on, and he hands the taxi driver the evil pro rice key. Yeah, so he must have done it off screen then. Yeah. Okay, because usually, you know, we get the whole... Yeah, so this is, this guy comes out and he transforms into like a bat. Thing. Yeah, it's the same bat from episode, I want to say, four. The, the, uh, Onoichi, I think it's, uh, Onoichi Magma, um... And it's it, it's the same it's the same episode yeah. with the tour guide. Yeah, it's derived from an extinct uh, the Onchochi Nakares, an extinct species of bat. Okay. <laughs> yeah, because most of these have been extinct, right? Yeah, they're all based off of extinct characters because that's what uh, the uh, the name means. Yeah, extinct rise, extinct. Uh, Morobushi Jin. Mitsuboshi Jin. Mitsubishi Jin is extinction thunder thunderclap. Metsubo Jinrai. Yep. That's what it is. Metsubo Jinrai. Okay, so anyway, uh, he steps out, slaps the key in, switches to the bat, which we've seen before. Fuwa wastes no time and goes to, uh, you know, force his key out. And before he can finish the transform, like he starts the shot, he shoots it, but before the bullet gets back to him, this thing's already flying at him. So he does this backflip dodge <laughs> yeah, into, it's pretty sweet. into uh, the transform. Pretty cool. Yeah. And then... Um, Arta. Yeah, he tries to do the same thing with his uh, uh, flying falcon. By the way, I was wrong. He tries you were to right. <laughs> tries to do flying falcon, and uh, uh, the uh, bat grabs it right before. Yep, just snatches it right out of his hand. And Jin's all excited about that, <laughs> of course. Um, so uh, it's like, how could it have been so easy? <laughs> this is all we had to do this whole time. So there's some more fighting, and um, the bat activates some trilobites. Yeah, so the, he's actually the suit actor for this is doing a really good job considering how fast they're they're kicking and punching. It's mm. like they're not doing slow kicks or anything. Yeah. I mean, obviously they're they're choreographed and whatnot, but uh, yeah, he he's you know of course he's not going to be able to defend himself against both Zero One and Vulcan mm-hmm. when he could barely take Zero One in his Rising Falcon form, and he you know he makes three more trilobites and they whip out their daggers immediately like from their shoulder. Yeah, <laughs> it's like they're pulling them out of their body like. Argh. Go figure. And then um, he flies off to attack the uh, manager, right? And um, no, a, a trilobite damages as attacking the managers. Oh, is that right? Yeah. So um, he's fighting because uh, zero one tra- has transformed into Hopper at this point. Yes. And they're fighting, and then a trilobite comes by and smacks down. Oh, that's right. He's like totally. Uh, he punches the manager down, and then backhands. Uh, what's her name? Sena. Sena. Yeah. Yeah. Sena. So he and actually he just punches Sena in the head. Yeah, and it crushes her left. Um, it damages it, and this is where thingy. Jin comes up and um is about ready to slap another belt onto Sena. Yeah. He says, "Oh, look, another one." Don't really know what the criteria is for choosing them, but yeah. See, that's the thing. It's so because it, 
there has to be some sort of hidden um, thing to it because it's not like he's just slapping them on everybody he sees. Yeah, I don't know. And then uh, the manager goes to try to protect her. Right. Says, like, no, you can't, you, you can't do that. She's my child. And this is where uh, Jim pulls a Philip and hears the word family and freaks out. Yeah, it's you know, <laughs> back to back two shows. I mean, it was only 10 years apart. <laughs> right. Yeah, he says, she's my child, and it just totally stuns him, because he's like, what? what? He doesn't understand protecting a child. Yeah, he doesn't get the concept. So, uh, Bat starts flying, going, running away, mm-hmm. um, and this is the second time we get to see um, Zero One's be- a bike. This time he manages to summon it while he's outside, so no buildings are destroyed. Yeah. <laughs> and then making this video. <laughs> and... Um, he turns onto the bike, and I actually like the Zero One bike. It's kind of cool. It goes really well with his base form. It does. Yeah, it's a really cool looking bike. Um, very few, most of the bikes are mo- are like dirt bikes and mm-hmm. motorbikes. Um, they're it, it was cool as the uh the 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 O's bike is a chopper. I think you've said this before. Yeah, it, it's 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 huge because it actually transforms from a vending machine into a motorcycle. And that's the one we're gonna see for after the next double. Hey, say two, right? Yeah. Okay. Um. So, but I I do like the bike, and so the bike he's chasing him, and through, then they're in the, through the forest. They're as, in the woods for somewhere. Yeah, the bat is you know going around. Um, at one point, uh, Fua has transformed to Punching Kong, and he throws a punch at uh, I want to say that trilobite that was attacking. Yes, the manager. he's he's the one that like breaks up Jin's freakout so that Jin yeah, leaves. Yeah, Jin runs away from Be- after that point. because Fua uh, finishes off the trilobites. Right, and then when it comes back to uh, Arto zero one. He's chasing through the woods on the dirt bike while the thing's you know flying up. It's about to escape, he- head straight up, you know, because he realizes, oh yeah, I can, I can go fl- up, I can fly. And Arto's like, don't take my key. Like you know, does this uh, you know epic bunny hop like they all can on their bikes, and he switches to uh, biting shark in the middle of it so that he can get like an extra burst, and then he does the yeah because it has this really long range uh, you know biting chomp thing, chomp so. thing, and so. Uh, still the fang shark, whatever. It hits, whatever. <laughs> um, yeah, the fang key or whatever. <laughs> yeah, the fang key gets you a shark. <laughs> okay, yeah, I still remember us going, wait, what, fangs? They are technically fangs, wow. But um, uh, So he, he lands, and he's like holding his hands out, like waiting, he, waiting for something to fall down. And there's not, nothing. And then he, he drops no. down, drops down, and just the, in the, it's not raining, but it would be in the rain in any other movie where it's like, Falcon Key. <laughs> the, I mean, the thing that I loved about this is I was in the middle of writing Almost Escaped with Falcon Key, and then right then I find out, oh, he did, did a bait and switch, and he didn't have the key all along, so I had to go up and scratch out Almost. <laughs> yeah, so then it cuts to Jin, like who has the key. He did escape with it. It cuts to Jin, who has the key. Mm-hmm. He successfully took the key. Um, is this where he's in that weird room? This is where, I believe, uh, Yui... Well, no, there's like a scene of him in that. I think that's in his weird room when he... Oh yeah, so the, there's the scene of him in the room, um, looking at the key, excited. Like he's really happy about the key at first, and then halfway through it, he's like, "He remembers ha- the whole protecting." Yeah, it has flashbacks to the child protecting thing, and then back to Hirobi saying that a ch- uh, a child's job is to listen to their parent. And then this is when I pointed out that this is a weird decorated room, just full of yeah, junk, including a yeah. Bottom right corner of the screen is a just an ass, a mannequin's ass, <laughs> just sitting there. <laughs> but the funny thing is, it it looks like it has butt cheeks and everything, so you can obviously tell this is for like boxer briefs or something yeah and then <laughs> on the other side i don't know if you know there's just a wheelchair yeah there's just a wheel wheelchair and there's just like this glowing orb in the center as a lamp it's just trash they just they just grab whatever you can out of the yeah, proper room, and fill this the room. In. 
But I just know that that butt in the corner was just some stagehand. It's just like, put this in the corner. Yeah. I'm, so <laughs> I'm so glad you didn't point that out until after the scene was over because it was like, because he rewound that part. And he's like, look over in the bottom right corner because there's a butt there. Because <laughs> if he had said that, it would be hard to take in the, the point the, the rest that, of the scene. that Gene is like, now you can see that he's struggling between the, his, his role that Hirobi defined for him and the role of a child of what he thinks everyone else's yeah perspective plus the definition and everything it's yeah. like wait a minute there's some some uh conflict here but uh, uh, and then, so then it goes to the dark room yes yeah, so this is the second time we've seen what could possibly be a competing corporation maybe a know. competing corporation or the boss for uh what is it Ames Ames yeah it yeah. could be Ames's boss or it could be the president of the U- the world who knows yeah it, we don't know but basically the guy is giving uh Yui permission to use well, lightning he, hornet he he says i want you to destroy uh metsubushijaya.net yeah it's like i basically now he's declaring war i guess yeah and she says well that's going to require a lot and he says oh, we've prepared for this and he opens up a little case and says this is a stronger level than yeah this is uh lightning Russian hornet Cheetah. which is twice as strong as Russian oh Cheetah. he actually gave it twice a number uh which could be anything because we have no idea how strong right. Russian Cheetah truly is um but this also brings up that Yui and the satellite are not the only ones who can make pro-rise keys mm-hmm. I mean we kind of knew that before because um the Cheetah and Wolf key are totally different belts even yeah yeah um although you can't put them in the regular belt right see that's why I'm thinking uh uh rival corporation now hear me out remember when i said i had a wacky yeah prediction this is out of nowhere i was just sitting there and i was looking at the because you don't get to see the president's face or not yeah. the president's face i don't know why i saying president's face but whoever is in Shadow charge Man. there in front of his uh chess set that he's playing chess by himself so you know he's like super intelligent at least 600 iq yeah uh his form looks very familiar and the haircut's the exact same if there's a wild twist in the show, and I know the chances of this are like 0.0001%, what if it's Arto's twin? So there is a chance. It might be an Arto's twin. You know what would more likely be? Huh. It's Arto's grandfather. Oh. He's not really dead. See that? I don't know. You didn't look this up, did you? No, didn't. Uh, it could be Arto's grandfather. He's faked his death, in a res- and he's actually using Ames to... Um, not only protect, but build up Arota so that he can be strong enough to beat the bad guys. Okay, you're telling me you didn't look this up? No. Okay, because that's just, very out there. No, I'm just totally just guessing wildly. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> I'm completely, I got my eye on <laughs> I'm you. I'm completely serious. Do you know why I'm guessing like this? Because uh-huh. I've seen a lot of these shows. It's You're like, okay, no, this is just based on other things. I don't know. Twin... I can see it. No, that makes sense too. But you get my point as far as them looking the same. Yeah, at least I mean, their frame. It looks like, and the, the voice is much you know the deeper, evil. Voice. Yeah, but they sometimes they do that, and it's not even the person who's sitting in uh-huh. that shadow isn't even the person who's going to turn out to be. Right, right. It's I mean it could be whoever. Yeah, stand in number three. It's it's uh it's Goldberg isn't there? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be crazy. Uh. Yeah, so I mean, it could be rival corporation, but yeah, it could also be. I mean, it could also be um, Arta's real dad. Oh, that too. Oh, dude, yes. Wow. No. And kidding. he's been he's been uh, faking, faking everything. It, he faked his death. Dad, grandfather, twin, human gear copy. <laughs> or it could, yeah, it could be. Um, it could be somebody that a human gear is based off of. It could because they might have the same actor. Right. It could be the. Uh, it could look just like Jin, but it's actually the person Jin is supposed to be. Double plot shit twist. It's the real Aruto, and Aruto is a human gear copy. Yeah, things like that. Those happen, <laughs> those things happen all the time. So anyway, uh, um, uh, basically, 
<laughs> the point of the scene is that she gets the lightning hornet now. Mm. It's this yellow uh, progrise key. Yeah. And uh, I always thought that was kind of funny because Rising Hopper is a yellow suit. Is it a yellow key? We have it. It's right there. It's yeah. more of a. It's a different kind of yellow, though. Yeah, it's a different kind of yellow. Like a, that's like almost a little bit green. Yeah. So they they're really big on the difference. Like if you've ever seen, uh, well, this comes up later. Pink, the pink, uh, uh pink suits. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Many times they're they're not pink. They're magenta. Magenta. Magenta and pink. I think pink has yellow in it. Mm. Because pink isn't a straight color. Mm. Pink. Is, <laughs> that's not, yeah, yeah, it's like no straight as in. <laughs> it's, it's not, not a pure like a primary color. color at all. Yeah, it's not a primary color. Magenta is a primary color. Okay, yeah. And so uh, that was the thing with decade. Decade. Everybody said decade was pink, and he always corrects them that no, it's magenta. <laughs> because um, uh, decade had a big uh, photograph theme through it. Okay. And so there was uh, uh, the other one. Uh, uh, the end. He he was he wasn't blue. He was clan mm. or clay or whatever you want to pronounce it. Yeah, whatever the C A Y N. Um, but so yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's a definitely it's a different yellow. You can definitely tell. It's a, yeah, it's a very clear difference. It's like a even though it's horny, it's like a bee yellow. It really is like a bee yellow. Yeah, <laughs> like a honey yellow. I don't yeah. Know. But uh, after this scene, it goes to I'm assuming the apartment of the man, the manager. Yes. Yeah, it's his house. It is because he's got his picture up and stuff. Right. He's got his personalized thing. I didn't know if it was an office or it was a house, but it makes sense. But at the ending, it has to be his house. So I don't know why I said that. Yeah. So, but it's like his home office because later on you see that there's recording equipment set up. Okay. Yeah. So it's he probably works out of his house. That makes sense. I mean, he needs he's a manager and. He's only got like one client, I guess. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> but uh, who he owns? Him, the the, humi- <laughs> the sitting on the couch. He's kind of standing up, and um, uh, Ua says that she's damaged, but it shouldn't be that bad. It's just mostly uh, cosmetic. Yeah, it turns out it's not. But no, uh, because um, basically, I can't remember how it starts, but he goes he, to apologize. He, oh, what happens is is that there's a photo of his daughter right there. Oh, directly behind <laughs> yeah. him. So it and and Arnoldo looks at it, and he's he rushes over and like. Puts it down. He's like, uh, um, oh, oh, wait, wait, we missed one thing. Is that basically after saying it's just cosmetic damage, I'll just restart her. And so he goes to restart her. And then. Yeah, he restarts her. So she goes to like down. Yeah. She doesn't have an SSD. She takes a while to reboot. And so um, <laughs> it's a very geeky thing. But anyway, so he, uh, he uh, artist sees the photo, which which is just the same headshot. Yeah, exact same thing. And then he goes to explain about the fact that she was a voice actress. Mm-hmm. Died of sickness three years ago. That, probably Japan's disease is what we like to call yeah. it. <laughs> Have you heard about Japan's disease? He's gotten slightly, he got in a slight cold and then, oh, well. Japan's disease no is, you. is is terminal, no cure, you're perfectly fine, and then you die. Yep. <laughs> you're dead. To the ground. Japan's disease. Yeah, you stayed out in the rain for 10 minutes. I'm sorry. There's just no saving. <laughs> we were watching that video where it's uh-huh. if, you, if you anime girls stay out in the rain for ten minutes, they get stage four leukemia. <laughs> yeah, it's tough. Um, and then she died, and right when she was getting good roles, yeah, she was just about to start her career. She like, was ready to break it big. And so, also, you got to realize that it would have taken him a long time to perfectly design his daughter's face because he I had. I know, yeah. I was it, thinking. It's man, not like they wouldn't they, they wouldn't let you just scan a photo in. Like because, how much time do you spend in Skyrim trying to make somebody not look like a mongoloid, <laughs> yeah, you know, freak? 
So I mean, yeah, you can't you can't just scan a face in because that's illegal. Right. So he had to spend hours just perfectly designing his daughter's face. Right. I mean, whenever I'm doing any kind of character builder that has the full on like everything, chin, whatnot, like Fallout, for example, I'm sitting here. I spend at least three hours. Just I look. I want one person that doesn't look fake. I mean, doesn't look like a monster. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. It's like okay, just normal eyes. <laughs> you look at all the presets, and then you like what? <laughs> God help us if we have to figure out a voice thing, too. It's like, okay, that's too deep. A little bit higher. Okay, that's way too high. So it's yeah. not height that I'm looking for. And, and then, then the voice happens at... three times in the entire sh- the game. It's ridiculous. You just accidentally slightly hit the right stick, and now they're green. Yeah. <laughs> so then um, she resets, and she resets and starts calling her dad. Yeah, Papa and stuff. And I don't know what it is. Maybe it's the, the, the size of her contacts and the fact they're not as bright as usual. But she was like wide-eyed psycho look. Yeah, she um her clearly, tr- clearly trying to look like a broken human gear as far as yeah um I think her I think she had different contacts than the other ones yeah because she's like saying oh Papa and uh, you know did you have a good day at work blah blah and he's like no no don't say that while we have guests here <laughs> yeah, I'm your g- manager g- yeah, we have guests I'm the manager <laughs> and it's like okay, he has to say it like three times while shaking her for her to finally like like realize yeah and then she's like oh okay and then um so then it shows then uh they go to the door he's showing them out and he's oh wait he gets a phone call the phone call was that he oh yeah that's right he gets the she gets a callback yeah she he she got a callback for a co-lead in an anime uh, or the animated movie i think actually yeah co-lead in an animated movie so he comes over and says hey we've you know got this um she's like yay <laughs> and then it cuts to Aruto being shown out, and he says, I know what I've done is wrong. Um, I'll turn her over tomorrow. And then they're walking down. They're, they're outside the apartment building. Yeah, and that's when Fua's walking up. But that's Before then, uh, Aruto explains about the fact that his father died young and he was raised by a humagear. Right, right. Um, doesn't say, but the ex- thing is that he was raised by a humagear that looked like his dad. Yeah, that's the assumption. Yeah, and um, there's a moment where, like, uh, Izu tries to sympathize with him. Mm. She says, Pre- you know, President Arta, and he, there was like something more was about to happen there, but Fua shows up. Yeah, Fua shows up, and he's, he's basically ready to kick ass and take names. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I love it where uh, Arta goes and holds him back. He says, he's admit what he's done is wrong. And Fua's like, like, well, okay, good. That makes it easy. It's, it's easy <laughs> <now>. <laughs> makes it easy to arrest him. <laughs> and so basically, he has to throw him back like three times while trying to reason with him. And essentially, he's like, look, he's going to, in three days, they're gonna have an uh, they're gonna have a basically a dream audition. Let them happen that, and then it'll do it. And then he'll turn himself in. And then I'm thinking to myself, but that's not the recording of the movie, <laughs> right? Exactly. That's an audition in three days. Yeah, an audition. So they so let's say they select you, and then now they're out. You put them out. Yeah, and it, it's but, kind it's kind of like I know I have to go to jail, but can I just do? The quarterfinals. Right. So, <laughs> so the key thing here, and the reason why Fua went along with it, in my opinion, is that Aruto says that he'll take full responsibility if anything happens with the Humagear. Yeah. Which is 100% Fua's agenda, because if something goes wrong, then and the president's taking responsibility, then that means Humagears can eventually, you know, it, because he wants to get rid of all Humagears, it yeah. doesn't matter how. Yeah. Um, so that was my, my assumption of his motives in that scene. Because otherwise, why the heck would you go along with it? I think it also is that um, Arthur's earned some trust. Sure, yeah. I mean, they are, like I said, I think 
last episode or the episode before, they have been um, like a friendship building. Yeah, it seems like um, they still see things totally dimensionally different. different, but they're more mm-hmm. friend. They're more uh, cordial. Yeah, and then it cuts the to back to Daybreak Town. Yep, and uh, Jin is asking Hirobi. He says, "Do children protect? Do, do parents protect their children?" And he has an interesting thing where he says, "Not if they're strong enough." Yeah, he's like, "You, yeah, you're strong enough to take care of yourself." So, um, and I will, I will point out that pretty much every time that Gene has been asking questions like this, it, it's like Hirobi's getting more and more annoyed. Not the way he talks, but like a facial expression for a moment. It's like, uh, you know, I can't even describe it. Like, a, why are you asking me this? I, I think in his <laughs> mind, he thinks. This isn't what we're doing. This isn't what is important. Yeah, that's my point. It's like it's like where where are you getting this nonsense from? Who cares? Yeah. Um we and he says we have a different family than normal people. Yeah, we have a different family than normal people. So, I don't know. Gene Gene doesn't look very happy about that answer, but then he presents the flying falcon key and is like, "Look what I got." And he's like, "Oh, good. Good you've job. Done, you've done well." Yeah. Uh, uh go do more pretty yeah. much. Go get some more. So then it cuts to 3 days later. Mm-hmm. At the audition. And the audition is in front of a live audience. Yep. I didn't. I don't know if this is how they do it. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. It seems the first weird. Me, the first I've heard of that. Uh, the uh, there's an audition. It's in front of a live audience in like a uh, uh, a stage auditorium, and then there's like producers. Yeah. With headsets off to the side. Yeah. Like with you know taking their uh, and, notes. And so it starts with uh, the main character. She says something, and then it goes to an MC saying. This is a human gear that's up and comer. She's going to come up and read the lines. Mm-hmm. And she comes up. And this is when I noticed that her headgear hadn't been fixed. It's just been taped over with, <laughs> with colorful tape. Yeah. <laughs> it's like duct taped over with uh, like floral pattern right. duct tape. <laughs> yeah, to make it look like it's not broken. Yeah. It's three days. Yeah, three days. Get a new human gear in three days. I yeah. don't know why they couldn't fix it. Because <laughs> he's attached with it. Yeah. No, I mean. Oh, like repair gone, her, right? Yeah, could have repaired her. In th- <laughs> I think the idea is because. Um, if they took her into the building, that would be culpability. So it's like they can't bring her to repair. I know, I know the reason why. It's because the story reasons why in like right. a minute. But uh, so she goes to read her lines. Now this is where it gets weird. It really does because she has memories of the actual girl. Yeah. See, that's what made it so confusing. I'm wondering. I don't if know if there's some like sort a... of existential thing that's coming up later. I'm on. like, she's possessed by the ghost, right? Because, because anyways, <laughs> in the middle of it, she's like, she just stops saying her lines. There's like a you know dot 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 Papa. And it flashes to her mind, and you see her seeing herself with long hair doing something. Yeah, so I, <laughs> she says, uh, I love you, and we'll see each other in heaven. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, she's possessed by the weird, ghost. I of, mean, it, it's possible that they'll never explain this, and it's just weird, broken. You just got to accept it. And he just, basically, he runs up, and he's like, whoa, she's malfunctioning. Sorry, everyone. And then he, he says... He refers to himself as his father. I, I picked that up because he said Otosan, right? I think so. Because when he was saying I just, I mean, it was never translated in okay. English, but I feel like he did. I'm not. I'm not sure. I wasn't really Don't hold me to that because I don't speak Japanese. <laughs> but uh, basically before he can even start crying as much as he, you know, he gave it a good shot, uh, <laughs> Gene off in the background, you can see him walking up. He's, he's on the, like a catwalk or yeah, there's like a little overlooking thing. I don't know if they're in a stadium, like an open air stadium or something. Yeah, he's on, he's in an upraised platform at least. Right. Yeah, and <laughs> uh, it might be actually where like the stage crew would go to like set up for lights and so, whatnot. Yeah, yeah, stuff like that. And so he shoots off three pot shots up into the air with his handgun. Guns in a crowd in our children's shows. <laughs> yeah. And so of course the you know crowd freaks out and starts running. 
Um, and he just jumps from the lights all the way to the stage. Did he jump? Yeah, he jumped off the stage, and then he, he was... Because I thought he walked lazily while talking. It was like one of those things that this whole time the scene happens, Arto does nothing to stop No, he anything. jumps from where the lights would be all the way to the stage in one jump. Okay, okay, that explains it for me, because I was sitting here going, how the hell are you going to go about letting this dude walk up to this human gear? Well, he's getting pushed away by the crowd. Oh, uh, okay, we'll, we'll go with that. <laughs> also, I want to point out, Previously, just a little funny thing. So in the crowd, everybody is sitting down except Izu is standing. Yeah, Izu still standing. Up. Just I saw right, that too. just right next to. Arthur. She doesn't get a chair. <laughs> you know, I don't think she'd take one. I don't think she sat the entire game show except for in a car. In a, in a car, yeah. <laughs> she's not. She's not programmed to sit down. No, got to be ready to go. Um, so uh, Jin slaps a belt on. Uh, yep. Uh, say the act- actress, and um. The guy tries to defend her. Yeah. And he's he's like, why did you, why are you trying to do anything? I can't remember what the old man says, but uh, it gets Gene to start questioning. And then he turns to Zero One, who seems to be the arbiter of knowledge. Yeah, so Gene was, <laughs> he's like cry talking. He says, Zero One, why does a parent protect a child? Yeah. <laughs> and in his infinite wisdom, Zero One mocks him for being stupid. Yeah, he's like, what are you, Is stupid? It- <laughs> of course they do it because they care about them. And- How can you possibly not understand that? Not like he could have brought him in at that point realized that maybe something was up and said well <laughs> see, that's what it is because the guy's like crying about seeing this and then after to zero be, one to be fair zero one has had to kill several friends because of this guy right so <laughs> uh gene he like he hears what your zero one's saying and then he like falls to his knees and he's trying to rip the belt off of Sena, the the human gear and he's like run away get out of here we got to get you out of here and then she pushes him off and yeah, trans- she like screams and freaks out because you know she's she's now metsubo jin ride yep she's, no, she's uh, established to the net there's no fixing it and she slaps in the the frog key yeah which is actually um the only one that is uh, i think or the first one that's not named off its scientific name but it's still based off of a extinct frogs from the 1980s oh so it's not been long yeah because it like um the point comes up later that this frog this is the animal kingdom being gross raised its uh frogs its children in its own stomach oh that explains the special attack it does <laughs> yeah later on okay but this is a actually this is a not a common but this has been used in tokusatsu before and it's actually uh seen in power rangers mm-hmm. in power rangers when they got their ninja powers and in kaku ranger they got uh animal swords they had regular swords but they got animal swords the black ranger got a frog okay this was in the movie too and uh, uh, the power rangers live action yeah, movie power rangers 2000 where the where the uh black ranger got a, a frog and he was all sad about it but yeah, the frog's special attack in the show in the kaku ranger was it was a giant robot frog it stopped it opened his mouth it's a pa- like a ramp comes out of its mouth and hundreds of little robot frogs come out, <laughs> crawl all over the big monster and blow up. It's like, okay, so this is actually pretty OP. <laughs> so this is, this is like Kaku Ranger did this and like the Ninja Rangers did this in um, Super, in Power Rangers. So this is like known. This yeah. is like a common, not a common, but it's a known thing. Right. So uh, while she's switching, Roby walks on scene and. Uh, Roby. Hirobi? Yeah, Hirobi walks on scene and, and uh, basically tells Jin straight is like, "Look, I made you. You're a human. You're my son because I. You're a human gear that I made. I don't really care for you at all. You know. Uh, 
you're just here to do what I want you to do, essentially. Yeah, and so then he slaps a... A belt. This is the same driver that Horrible used to transform. Yeah. Same type. Yeah. So the thing is, it's it's not like it's an Extangrize uh, belt, but it is... Whenever it's, he slaps it on him, uh, it does the same thing, essentially, as far as he gets hacked into Metsubo Jinrai, and now th- all that character development is gone because he's whipping out the Flying Falcon using it to change into a much cooler-looking version, in yeah. my opinion. And then he transforms into uh, Kamen Rider Jin. Yep. The f- and it says Forced Rise. Forced Rise. So what you can look and you see the difference between uh, a Kamen Rider and a Majin mm-hmm. is that uh, Kamen Rider's keys open. Yep. Majin's keys don't open. They do not. Um, so that's what makes him a Kamen Rider uh, in this show. Um, so then uh, he transforms. Uh, at this point, I believe... Aruto has already transformed as well. I really like Jin's transformation because the bird comes around him yeah. and then disappears, blows up and disappears, and then there's the parts of his suits. Because when the others come, so with Aruto, they kind of like fuse into into his suit and like fill in gaps in his suit almost. Yes. Um, for uh, Yua and Fua, they are the bullets explode and just full plates of metal yeah. come on them. Yeah. Like it's it's. It's it's like it's like ha- it's building itself around them. It's it's sort of how Iron Man's armor comes yes, on. Yes, exactly. Um, but for Jin, they're strapped to him like it's a forced onto. Yeah, it, it, it's it's like it's trying to get away, but it can't. Yeah, like he's forcing this power to be constrained, and he uses mm-hmm. it, which is kind of a thing because the Falcon is actually Arta's power. Yeah, that he's actually Arta's. And uh, like I said, it's pretty much the same thing except that it's magenta and steel. It's got a better helmet. It's got a way better helmet. It's got it's kind a, of cooler. It's got a um uh, a non symmetrical helmet. Think- it's a non symmetrical suit symbolizing kind of how it's not. Uh, put together as well right and the other thing i noticed is that i think the wings are different the wings are different because yeah. when he he actually uses well they are well different because because Aruto doesn't have wings when he flies with with falcon he oh, just okay. flies he just flies yeah so these wings are like um <laughs> which was what what bothered me about the falcon so i'm, I'm glad jin has it because yeah, he's actually seriously. using wings and he's using them really well because like the first thing he does is he flies off the stage and basically clothesline drags them away with them yeah, and so and they, they go look to, pretty sharp. They go to a different different scene. Yeah, um, fly out to a riverside. You, you or, see what I mean? That they just go yeah, to always different scenes. Kick to a new location. Yeah, it's because they film they film during the day because they don't have to set up lights if they film during the day. And sometimes they run out of time, so they just film at a different location. So they're having some cool like, fights, and it, one of the things I loved is he goes to uh, Gene goes to elbow him and then it also hits him with the wings at the same time yeah so just like really cool combo moves but um jin is fighting very fiercely yeah and before like arto really can't even defend himself in this case he's just not used to, i guess to fighting this level of opponent yeah and not then and then way. the frog also appears and then suddenly the frog has uh, you know because it, it ha- had to run this yeah. whole way maybe jump or something but <laughs> uh it catches up and clamps onto his head and he's like ah oh, guy and, and then just like Shoots a, she, a, uh, a frog, frog, a frog that explodes. Frog baby, but we didn't know. I mean, because it happened so fast the first time that I didn't really make out a frog. It yeah. was just like a projectile torpedo yeah. thing. Yeah, um, you know, blows up on his head, and he's just getting working. So he gets knocked down, and then Jin like mounts him and is trying to rip the zero well, one driver. First thing he does is he stomps his leg on him, and Arto tries to reach up and grab his belt. Oh yeah, my Falcon key, and he knocks his hand. He away. just slaps his hand down, gets on top of him, and starts working. Uh, Arto's belt instead trying to get trying to get the uh, hopper key yeah and it goes to a uh, first person view you, heads up display of Arata yeah. shows that there's damage to the belt all kinds of damage to the to the I think the whole outfit even yeah he's getting messed up 
And then Ames, mm-hmm. Ames Van Rise comes in, and Yua pops. Uh, Yui. Yeah. It's Yui. Yua. It's Yua. It's Yua. So Yua pops out instead I wrote of the Yui, usual. Y- <laughs> rather than uh, like it's been happening, Vulcan popping out of the back first. No, he's not even the. <laughs> yeah. So she pops out and does the whole thing in yeah, violation mal- malfunction or AI uh, viol- violation of the AI's act and then transforms which i love for transformation because it's like so chill like yeah it's just not like relaxed keys, spin it. it's like it's like professional yeah very professional because aruta is all flashy and fua is forcing it yeah <laughs> it's all brute forcing and she just does it like this is what's supposed to happen now yeah she doesn't even take the gun out she just lets yeah it she shoot from shoots her belt. in her belt and doesn't punch the bullet. Does do anything? The bullet nope. comes back to her. Yeah, just wait. It'll come to you. Yeah. And then so she starts fighting uh, the frog, mm-hmm. and she's not doing too well. She's doing okay. Well, she the first thing she does is attack both of them. Yeah. And uh, she's actually doing pretty good until the frog basically grabs her arm and starts to throw her around a little bit. So at this... which point, you know, she breaks away. No, from No, before him. this is when Arta before. Uh, before she changes to the, uh, she Arlita says, "Don't don't hurt her. It's my duty to deal with this." Well, see, this is what this happens right as they get separated because she, she they're attacking and she's getting dragged away by the frog. At which point, uh, Arto finally is able to stand up, essentially. Yeah, and he's like, "You know, don't hurt her." And she's like, "Well, if you had just taken care of this, now this would happen." And this is as she's kicking the frog away, and that's when the frog releases a bunch of mini like, frog yeah, explosions. This is when you can see there's a bunch of little frogs coming out of there. It's not just themed. It's apparently part of the species. That's yeah. pretty cool. So um, it's a bunch of like frog projectiles blowing mm-hmm. up. Um, that's what I thought. I, I, I thought of it because I thought of that cocky ranger thing. Right, right. right. <laughs> Very similar. I wonder if that was based off the same frog. I, I'm pretty sure the cocky ranger one was in the 90s. So it would make sense then. Still, it lines up. And so she says, okay, well, this seems like a good chance as any. To uh, try out the new one. Mm-hmm. And so she changes into Hornet. Yep. Uh, lightning Hornet. Lightning Hornet. Uh, what was the call phrase for the Lightning Hornet? Something oh. like a needle. Spoiler. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just search Comrade Valkyrie will give me spoiler. So, I um, have to rewatch the episode. <laughs> yeah, uh, but it's all about needle. Mm-hmm. And, um, and Flash, I think, is brought up a few times. Yeah, Flash. There's a lot of Flash. Uh, this would be this, I can think of it. So in Kabuto, there is Dubby, which is the B. Okay. But because Kabuto is all uh, uh, insect themed, uh-huh. um, Kabuto being beetle. Kabuto beetle, yes. Um, the B. But when the B transforms, it says change hornet. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, this is, this is a straight up lightning hornet. So this is the second hornet themed uh, common rider, what I'm saying. Right, right, right. It, it looks pretty cool. I mean, it's like a blue, blue and, uh, you know, that honey gold sort of yellow. Yeah, I think it, it, it's nice because it's not, it's a full change. Mm-hmm. Unlike uh, Artis, which kind of just pushed on. Yeah. And yeah, she uh, takes out the key entirely and puts a new key in. And, and uh, the same thing with, um, it's kind of a base, uh, the same thing with, uh, Oh, Vulcan, when they change forms, they change forms. Yeah, there's not a, nothing left over from the other suit. Yeah. Totally different. Uh, and yeah, the first thing she does is shoot. Well, no, the first thing she does is fly up and dodge a bunch of projectiles because she has these like four, you know, hornet wings. Yeah. And she has very quick jerky movements like you'd yeah. expect a, a, like a hornet or a, a, even a hummingbird to have. Yeah. And then um, she shoots out a bunch of her own little bee projectiles pretty much in the same way that the frog does it. But, you know. Yeah. She has like these honeycombed um, sections of the suit, and then like yeah, bees come out of them. Yes, yes and they bees. blow up. 
And so the frog jumps into the water thinking, yeah, I'm going to get away. Common of conception, how to get how to get rid of bees is you jump into the water. Yeah, well, the, what they don't know is that uh, <laughs> you you run out of air before the fro- before the bees run out of flying. Yeah, her maximum impact move is to send out a bunch of bees, make it, them in the shape of a of a, uh, a cruise missile, a cruise <laughs> missile, and hit the water and blow up. And it's with lightning too. Yeah, so that's what it is. It shocks them because yeah. she's an all, she's an electric bee thing. Right. So the frog frog goes flying in the air from taking this, and then she does her rising impact. Yeah, rising impact, uh, which is basically similar, except that it ends with her doing a kick with a stinger foot. Yeah. So it's like, it, and she's kind of shaped like you would you see like bees do. Uh huh. Like think bee drill chasing after yeah, ash. Yeah. So, so she kill and she, she pins it to the ground and it blows up, mm-hmm. and then. Uh, Aruto is depressed because he failed. Yeah, Jean got away with the key for sure after whooping his ass. No, and the Humagear is dead. Well, yeah, because that's not, it's not, he's he's upset because he didn't take care of the Humagear like he said he would. Right. But then, um, but he's still getting beaten up by Jin. Oh, that's right. I forgot about this part. And then uh, Fuwa comes up in Kong form. Yes. And uh, he says, what's up? And she says, Jin is transformed into a common rider. Let's combo him up. Yeah, she- so they both <laughs> switch to do their... Um, uh, it's basically, his is punching something fever, and hers is... Uh, yeah, there's a fever. Yes, right. something something fever. But uh, basically, he punches the ground, and it does this sort of shockwave thing, and they both jump at him. And, and the funny thing is, it's like, you know, they're saying something like, with... <sighs> she's, she's basically like, let's tag team him. And so, you know... I'll hit him high, hit him high, hit him high. You hit him low, hit him low, hit him low. Except that everyone forgot to go high. Yeah, <laughs> they both attack at the same exact spot, and he just well, I'm gonna back. So what it what it mostly is is they both fly, but Falcon is faster. Yeah, he just and B is more maneuverable. Out. He's like, nope, gone. So Fal- Falcon doesn't doesn't do quick turns or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Falcon doesn't do tw- qu- quick turns, and B but B can can zip around like a fly. Yeah, like a fly. Um, and so basically, he's just laughing as he's running away. But I, you know, it's the right thing to do. There's no way he's going to take all three of them. Yeah. Um, and he got what he wants because mm-hmm. it cuts to him giving the key, the black, bro- the broken uh, frog key to Jin. And this is how they're uh, to Horobi. And this is how they're getting the data yep. to redo. What was it? To reactivate the arc. Yeah. And so the thing is that now Gene's uh, back to the exact same way he was when you first see him, where he's just laughing all the time like some little kid. And he's like, okay, so this so is going to help I don't us know further he, the extinction of humanity? I don't know if he's been reset. Yeah, see, that's what I'm Or getting. he's just giddy about having power. I don't know. I don't know. Because it's like, at first I'm thinking, oh, my God, are we going to have him turn to a good guy? And then now it's like, wait a minute, does he not remember anything of just what happened? Or Yeah, so it could be that, you know, he just... Yeah, yeah, I've got power. Because he's still like a little kid. Yeah. That's what I'm picking up from him is basically. Well, we have a little bit of meta knowledge, and that's from the intro. And the intro is is the form that he just had is his base form, Uh huh. which means that he's probably just going to have the wing form for the rest of it. I imagine so, yeah. I, I don't see why or how he would be able to take back that uh, flying falcon. Now, the only thing that gets me is that you could always just make another key. Yeah. But I'm, I'm not, they're obviously not going to do that. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe next episode. Well, you know, what, maybe they could. Maybe see. That's just make me think. Like, but we don't know what goes actually into the keys. No, that's be- true. Because if they weren't that hard to make, there'd be no reason to steal them from people. Yeah, also true. Yeah. Uh, it just seems like whenever they they need one, Ezra just goes up and right, well, here you go. Here's a new one. Yeah. But it could be that she's not even making them. She's just bringing just, down what's already been made. Yeah. They get three D printed though. Right. 
So anyway, so he hands the the thing, and yeah, Jim's back to the way he is. Yeah, so we don't know if he, like he said, don't know if he lost his memory, was reset, or is just still on board. Yeah. So then there goes to Artis's office, mm-hmm. and in Artis's office, they're basically doing the recap where um, Izu was saying that they had to give. Uh, they gave him a new voice, gave him a new uh, voice actress, but they had to give her a different face because mm. that was illegal. Yeah. So uh, basically, he's just <laughs> telling Arto that. Uh, oh, there was one thing too. It's like he, basically, <laughs> Arto was like super, super beat up, and uh, you and Fua are walking off towards the the van and uh <laughs> izu just like grabs him by the arm and yanks him up and he's like oh, oh yeah <laughs> i forgot about that oh yeah Izu is probably the best thing about the show man yeah, yeah. <laughs> well uh so basically it's back to the office they're their uh corporation's headquarters you know or just the president's office yeah his room which i imagine he sleeps in um uh, and so uh she's saying that they she replaced her the uh, the human gear with a Different face. Yeah, a different face. Because the only thing that the guy really needed was her voice, apparently. Well, no, he needed the voice for himself. That's what I mean. It's like he needs the voice to... Apparently he's okay with the voice. So basically he hits an, like a little Alexa. Yeah, so it's like a <laughs> yeah, it's just a hyper... It's a Google Home that's <laughs> that just has his daughter's dead daughter's voice yeah, in it. And he's saying <laughs> that he's going to go find a new job. And she's like, well, you know, good luck. Just don't come back drunk. Yeah. <laughs> don't drink too much. Yeah. Uh, and so... Aruta tells a joke that actually sort of makes sense in English. Yeah. And he says, AI in love. Yeah, and with I. I in love. Yeah. Because so pronounce, it's pronounced I. Yeah, so the whole thing sounds like you're saying AI, and it's AI. Like an artificial intelligence, but it's also I'm in love. I in love. AI, yeah. yeah. I, so and, I, I love you. And AI doing, love you. So it was AI love you. Yeah. And it's it can be because of the way it's said in Japanese. It's I love you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then she and he's doing he's, these weird hand movements while he's doing it. Yeah, of course. he's trying to do like a love symbol or something like, like YMCA that. or something. I don't know. Um, and she does it too, and then does the whole. That's how you know it's Arato thing, right? And it gets him laughing, which is the only time she doesn't seem like a robot, right? Is when she's, she's joking, which is joking, which is great. <laughs> and then unlike all the other times when he got, gets angry, he's 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 fine. He's fine with it. He's cool. Yeah, with he's it. like okay, whatever. She's learning. Yeah. <laughs> And and that's the that's the end of it. Yep, the end of the episode. And then preview. Um, which I I always close my eyes for these. He watches them. I watch it for the preview because I want to get the full experience. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I Not get the, me. No, I get the full experience of of being a an eight year old Japanese kid. <laughs> Until next week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, what? So I will. I think I'll start with my suck. Okay. Um. Which is hard because I have a couple sucks. Okay, go through them. So the first basic one is I, I mentioned it earlier. Thir- three days. I mean, it's 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 the audition. It's not the final product. Right. It's just a waste of time. And that just ended there. But the other thing is, is this is not helping anybody more. No. <laughs> this is no. bothers me so bad. Yeah. I, I, this is this is ties in back to Devil again. <laughs> I mean, uh, as far as what we were just at last episode. I mean, a little about. like realness both you and i in the past couple of years have lost a parent right and so we're like this is not how you mourn no this is not (laughs) how you mourn i mean and so it's just like no just not helping yeah just stop it just rip the band-aid off yeah you got to deal with it you know (laughs) so it's just uh and so that bothers me i mean it's a kid's show and all that right but i don't know this just seems to be a 
the, morally it doesn't match with mine and that's two shows in a row like two <laughs> episodes in a row it's like holy crap <laughs> i don't agree with this but it is what it is i mean this uh, one's not as bad because you're not putting your kid in danger or anything yeah like at that. this point i am totally on fua's side on this right yeah this is, just is totally the wrong she says i mean you can tell like they haven't gone deep into it but fua lived in daylight town day a daybreak city yeah daybreak town and so i'm guessing his whole family's dead uh, his whole family everyone he knows and loves <laughs> and, yeah. and so he's 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 about like this is not how you deal with death it's not how you <laughs> deal with it um Plus, because it's a mockery to him also because it's the same thing that killed his parents. So the thought, I imagine, the thought of somebody We don't know if it killed his parents, but it did kill all his classmates. Right, all of his classmates. So the thought of somebody making a humicure version of them would probably just send him through the roof. Yeah, so uh, that's that's my sack. It's like, this is not how you deal with death. It's really not how you deal with (laughs) So mine, um, originally mine was... uh, the whole letting Gene monologue and walk up to the stage and slap the belt on this whole yeah. time. But, you know, he explained it to, as a single jump and it kind of made sense. I just assumed it, he had time to walk up there and they're just like, okay, well, let's see what he's got to say. You know, yeah. I'm interested now. <laughs> but uh, my actual, the first thing I wrote down was, uh, I just want to see more Izu. Oh, dude. There's got to be a little bit more than this. Uh, every time, every line, she's the best. She's just in the back, just in her regular kind of standing formally and it's like okay but yeah. i think it also makes whatever we get amazing yeah i hope so it's just like i mean every like little anytime, thing we get yeah. of her we're like oh dude that's awesome and like the intro shows that there's going to be something there's going to be something yeah. something going on so <laughs> but it, it's almost the the great thing is that there's the, i mean they might change it later but there doesn't appear to be like any quote-unquote romantic no. things between aruto and her it's almost as if I mean, well, it is. There is the whole thing that she's his personal assistant, uh-huh. and he's the goofy guy. Right. But there's a, kind of almost a, she's the younger sister who's more mature, taking care of her older brother. Right. <laughs> and plus, they have this now. They're bonding through the puns because at first he didn't like it when she did his punchline, and now she's doing the punchline. He's laughing with her and doing it also. It, it almost is like they're related because she was created by his grandfather. Yeah, kind of really is. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know if it's gonna turn into a romantic thing or if it's just gonna be a brother sister thing or if it's just gonna be a friends thing yeah like i told you before they're not really huge on the yeah, romantic i'm not thing. like i said i'm not hunting like for I, I i can see a ram- romance going between fu and yuya yeah well they're adults <laughs> <laughs> yeah they're not are supposed to be an adult yeah he doesn't seem like it <laughs> yeah. um so what's your segoy what was your sack was the the need more izu yeah because the other one the only other one i could think of was the the monologue which turned out to okay so my sugoi is they are not afraid to kill people off the the, the human gear as soon as we realized that we were wrong about them bringing them back it's like more vicious now yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah, for real i love where it's um i mean he was it was it was the whole problem happened because he didn't uh Arita didn't follow through with what he said he was going to do mm-hmm. they're they're willing to like go there where she uh where the voice actress was killed by um Yua and she's matter of fact did this done you know and she doesn't even hate them yeah so, well that's <laughs> the thing i was going to say is that uh uh Valkyrie is like all business this is not my segue by the way this is I, I, i'm just going to continue on yeah. what you just said reminded me of something i forgot to say is that she's like all business and it's a kind of in a way that seems almost evil. Like, I, I don't know how to put it. For, so I'll, I'll switch to my Segoy real quick, and then I'll say uh, okay. more about Valkyrie. So 
in in the thirty minute show, it's actually like twenty minutes. I'm actually starting to feel for Gene's character. That's yeah. what I like so much about this. I was like, wow, how did you make me care about what's going to happen to him in twenty twenty yeah. minutes? <laughs> it's like, I was like, it was like I couldn't one care. line in the last episode. He was just a villain, whatever. And then in this episode, you're like, is he okay? Yeah. I was like, come <laughs> on, wait, are you, you going to join the good side now? Like, I don't even know because. Uh, and with how quick that happened, it, it's making me think in how, how quick can Valkyrie switch to just being a straight up bad guy? Like I wouldn't at this point with the things that she said as far as her stances on, uh, and this is what brought it up is if you had just taken care of her originally, now this would have happened. It's like you're not taking into account anybody's feelings right now. No. I, I imagine if your boss told you to go into a room and kill kill a bunch of babies, you I don't probably know if she would. would. I, I don't know if she would with humans, but if it had to be human gear, if she was like, go quit all these human gear that are like taking care of all these babies, she'd be like, okay. See, that's <laughs> my point, though. I don't know. There's nothing that's shown that she's even cared about humans either because my point, and this is where I'm kind of drawn from, is that uh, these, these are still real humans that are connected to them. And mm. although, yes, this guy should probably stop uh, – uh, he needs to mourn seriously. Yeah, <laughs> but just saying, oh yeah, no, you should have just destroyed her the moment that the you should have destroyed her, and blah blah blah, right? Like yeah. I still get uh, Arto's side of it, but I think he handled it wrong. Yeah, well, the thing I just like the way that the three sides have the three different perspectives. Oh yeah, no, it's definitely it's just I, that and, I, and then it's and then you think to yourself, oh yeah, I'm totally on this side. That's the way it is, and mm-hmm. then you see the consequences of that side. And you think, maybe I'm not for it. Because, like, two episodes ago, I'd be like, oh, yeah, you always got the idea. They're all tools, whatever. And then uh-huh. you see how she handles her tools, and you're like, yeah. oh, okay. maybe yeah. Arto's right. But then, like, three episodes ago, you're like, Arto's an idiot. Yeah, and then, you're, and then, you, then you look at <laughs> Fu, and you're like, yeah, I destroy them all. And then you're like, wait a minute, they're helping people. I don't know what's yeah, going on. It's, it's really a good balance. It really of, is. It's just that uh, just the only reason I'm even thinking that she'd be the, the kind of person that would just be like a, a yes man and go do something totally evil is that, I don't know, like before I never would have thought Gene would have had a moment that I would care. Yeah, in two episodes, they can, in an episode, they can me, make someone good. If they, that means in an episode, they can make someone bad. Yeah, because every single five episodes, you just seemed like some psychotic, uh, giggly fool. And now you're thinking, oh, he's got. it seems like he's got the mind of a child almost. He doesn't really understand. And he's just doing what his daddy wants him to do, essentially. So all in all, it's a good show. And he, like, he, you can see him feel grief like a human, which isn't something that human gears do. And also confusion, questioning who he is and where his place is in the world. Yeah. And then at the same time, he gets taken over by a belt as if he's a human gear, which makes me wonder if they're rogue human gear that have lost. Uh, they, they take off the ears and maybe they're regular people now, right? I could be that he's just been made different than other human gears because Jin made him and not a corporation didn't. Uh-huh. And so when he did, he kind of did it wrong. Could be. Yeah. Messed up a little bit because he put too much of himself in there. Could be, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, all I know is that, uh, yeah, my Segoy is that, yeah, I could actually care about a villain in 20 minutes. Yeah. It wasn't like a buildup or anything. It was just like, bam, I'm like, whoa, no way. What's it was all organic and just like. <laughs> it, it wasn't. It, you, he erased your memories, right? He had to have. Come on, don't go, don't go, Jen. <laughs> I know you're killing people and want to destroy humanity, but come on, come buddy. On, I, try, try, I believe in you. Uh, so that brings us to, which is probably going to be pretty actually hard. This is the uh, writer list. So here's the interesting the, the, this, thing. This, this, this is the hard show because there's three writers, uh-huh. and also I'm I put more on this list than you uh, that than normal because I this is my ex, uh, I'm having the same experience with these writers as you are. Um, so this is where, despite me talking about Valkyries now, uh, and whether or not she can turn evil, I still feel like she should bump on the list. Yeah, because right now she's at the bottom, but, mm-hmm. um, 
it, it's almost I don't know. <laughs> it's like I just think Kuga's got to go down. Well, I mean, he's gonna have to drop one at least. Yeah, There's but no I think. Uh, um, but also with the whole thing of Vulcan about how he is about, you know, you don't you don't tarnish people's memories by by like creating human gear about them. You know, because he wasn't just about this is against the law. Uh-huh. He's about this is a disgrace. Well, because he's he's shown uh, he's shown discretion because he didn't just burst in in the middle and interrupt everybody's job. Yeah, when he could have just made a big scene of it and ended it there, and then to humiliate the guy, um, and then he did eventually agree to give him the three days despite. So it's not like he's like all law and nothing yeah. else matters. So I mean, yeah, that matters. Um, the only thing is, it's like, what do we do with zero one? I want to decide that because he's the higher up on the list. Um. And and the thing is, for me, it's like okay, let's first off, let's just gauge how the three of them are to each other. Mm-hmm. So just the three, just Vulcan, Valkyrie, and Zero One. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I would almost put based on this episode, uh, Zero One last of those two. Based be, on this episode, yeah, this Vulcan, Valkyrie, and Zero One. Definitely not a strong Zero One episode. No, it wasn't meant to be. But like no. I said, these these lists are dynamic. That's the point of uh-huh. it. So it would go. Uh, um, I mean. Even though this is a, I would say it's the hard one is between Vulcan and Valkyrie. Which one is better right now? Uh huh. Because Valkyrie had way more going on for her, mm-hmm. but it was mostly it was it, okay. So like okay, here's how I put I, I feel about it. Valkyrie had a really cool suit reveal, and that's it was badass. Uh, but as far as a character, she's really not nothing's changed. Yeah. So I would say it's Vulcan Valkyrie zero one. That's how I would put him for this episode for sure. And so then I would. Um, so assuming okay, so let's go off of this. We can do we can do this one of two ways. We can look at the entire series up to this point and change things, or we can look at just these week's episodes and this is the list. Well, I I, I don't really uh, uh, distinguish the two. Yeah, I well, I them, mean, I put them at like that because then I change it. It's it's dynamic. Uh, uh, dynamic. So I the only thing is I'm wondering if uh, is Vulcan better than Kuga? Right. That's kind of where I'm at. Yeah. So that's that's. I mean, um, and you know what? I'm gonna say yes. I'm gonna say yes for this one because what did Kuga do this this week? He got his Azure Dragon form. He pretended to not be hurt, but it was still a Sakurako episode. Yeah, and I'm also thinking in the long run, which is funny because he's in Vulcan's in a show with three other writers, mm-hmm. two other writers. I think there's almost been more Vulcan like character development than there has been for Yusuke. You don't know nothing about y- Yusuke. Yeah, that's my point is that Vulcan in in less time has shown a more interesting character. Like the show is more dramatic. Absolutely. Yeah. Um it's less toyetic and uh-huh. so it, yeah, see, um, it feels less flashy. See, that's why I got to separate Kuga Kuga from the show yeah. and look at Kuga. You know what I'm saying? Because like if you're just looking at the Kuga show, you're like I like Kuga better Ichijo. than I like Vulcan. Ichijo is the man, right? Yeah. <laughs> he, he, he almost should be on this list. He just doesn't have a form. <laughs> See, because I feel like that was my criteria for the first two weeks. And now that we've gotten so far ahead, I forgot the part that I, it's like, no, I can't look at the show. You have to look at the character. And I have to look at the character. I like Kuga the show. Do I care for Kuga the character more than Vulcan? No. So right off the bat, Vulcan drops, or Vulcan goes up, Kuga goes down. Yeah. And if we put Valkyrie um, above zero one. Right. Yeah. Uh, what would that be? Vulcan, Kuga, Valkyrie, zero one. So it would be a Vulcan, Kuga. But is Valkyrie? Do you think Valkyrie is better than Kuga? I don't think so. Yes. Yeah. So it would be. So it would be Ichigo in number one. Double two. Three is um Vulcan. Vulcan. Four is Kuga. Then Valkyrie and zero one. Yeah, I can agree with that. And I almost want to drop double, but I don't want to put Vulcan up to two. And so that's kind of where double, double and Ichigo are floating. It's kind of a weird spot because it's like I don't want to drop him down, 
but I don't feel like they they should be where they are. I feel like that'll change next week. Yeah, I mean it all it was also just um so Kuga actually doesn't change. Um yeah, it's kind of funny that Kuga ends up staying in the same spot. Yeah. So essentially, <laughs> zero one drops down and everybody else moves up. <laughs> yeah. So that's where we got. We got Ichigo, Double, Vulcan, Kuga, Valkyrie, zero one. Mm-hmm. Not saying any of them are bad. That's the hard part. When you're judging, there's no, no. just horrible ones. No. When we get to other seasons, we'll, be, we'll have horrible ones. Um, it's going to be so hard. With We're going to have to make some hard decisions about in, uh, in Ryuki. Yeah. Because right now we're not putting Jin or no. Hirobi on the list. Because technically they're common writers, but they're not common writer characters. Yeah, I was wondering when. I don't know. That's like so tough. But if Jin becomes a hero. Right. And then it's like, okay, you got to slap him on there. And then if basically, and when we're done with the seasons, if we talk about suits too, yeah. then they enter the discussion. Yeah. Because it is still a common writer suit, whether or not they're common writers, right? Because yeah. it's. Uh, well, like in Ryuki, there's 13 writers. Yeah. Really rough. Um, that that's that's all they are. The show is writers versus writers. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no evil organization. It's just a battle royale of writers. Okay, so that's gonna be fun. <laughs> <laughs> um, which uh, which phase is that? That is phase one or two. That's after uh, Agito. So it's Kuga Agito Ruki. Oh, okay. So we're gonna see that in a couple of years. Mm-hmm. It'll be right after Kuga and Agito. Um, which is the I think Ruki's still the record for the most actual writers in a show wow i mean there's been five six something or other but anyways so uh our next episode of um so the next episode of zero one is i'm a hot-blooded humagear teacher so i mean now that it's just every job imaginable yeah no kidding (laughs) i kind of like it though because it gives a it's it gives you a different setting in each episode Uh uh-huh so you get different different things like uh in it gives you a different it gives you a reason why they're filming in a different spot every time right in uh foze they take place it takes place in a high school so they just use different areas of the high school but sometimes they go different places okay but most shows are in such and such city like doubles in yeah, such futo. such futo and so it happens all over the place but it doesn't really give reasoning why right i mean it's just his job takes him into different places in the city right um but in this is like okay, we're gonna be in the high school now. Yeah, we're gonna be here. So, but then our next episode, our next episode will be uh back to Ichigo, back to the original common writer, which will be the second part of that two parter. Yeah. Um. The uh was it, was it the Grim Reaper? Grim Reaper Chameleon Duel Site of World Expo. <laughs> That's gonna be great. Yeah, I have a lot of fun with that show. Just because it's, I don't know, it's the perfect amount of cheese. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing about, so I see so many people who bash on Asian films, especially sci-fi films, or even uh, sci-fi television shows. They're talking about the special effects. Mm, yeah. And I think to myself. What does it matter? I mean, to a certain, uh, certain extent, y- sure. Y- I mean, don't you have a flipping imagination? Yeah. I mean, weren't you a kid once? You know, the, the thing that kills me is, it's like, man, do you not remember what it was like to watch a movie from, like, the 90s or anything like have you ever do you know how bad the special effects are in the original star wars i mean i'm that kind of guy that would i have no problem playing a game with bad graphics like these days it's all about triple a 
you have to have 90 people working on the graphics for one polygon or, or yeah. else it's just not going to work. Yeah, although we are in kind of, when it comes to video games, we are in kind of an indie renaissance where they're able to do crazy sure. things. Yeah, and the thing is, I, I like the games. Um, I don't need it to be the best graphics ever as long as it's not so bad that, okay, like I wouldn't appreciate a PlayStation 1 level of polygons in a game yeah you want either 2d or good 3d but that that being said if somebody says there's a good game from the playstation 1 era that i should play because i would like it i'm not gonna be like no those graphics suck i can't do it because i i bought that uh v3 game and i'm bet it's gonna be pretty bad it's gonna be pretty so uh (laughs) yo definitely (laughs) because it's a playstation 1 game it's gonna be so bad he bought a um uh, a v3 playstation game that's still in the wrapping and everything i used to get did you get it used or i got it used it, they put it in wrap the, like when you get it at a used store they put it back in wrapping yeah so he in his playstation 3 can play it yeah my playstation 3 can play ps1 games from japan because it's a ps it's a japanese ps3 right so <laughs> it'll be interesting because that's what we're gonna i'm gonna play it after we watch that se- uh, series so that's gonna be forever yeah in a day because uh Season one is 99 episodes it's, long yeah, or something three, like it's that. It's like if we do one a week, it'd be like three years. <laughs> yeah, it's going to take a long time. Maybe by that time, we'll actually be able to understand what we're playing. Yeah, maybe we'll know enough <laughs> Japanese. <laughs> okay. Uh, any final thoughts on uh, Zero One? On Zero One, you know, it's just, it's uh, it's taken me for a ride. I didn't really think I'd like it as much as I would with how toyetic it was when we first started this, but now... Um, Isn't it amazing how they're able to create such a good story, even though they have to it sell is. it? Yeah. I mean... They did. They sold like four toys this episode, right? At least. <laughs> I mean, I mean, they got two new rider. They got a new rider, new rider form, a new enemy, a new a new enemy, and a new enemy rider. Wait, no, no, yeah, new rider, new rider form, new frog enemy. Yeah, and then they re-sold us the bat one and the bike. Yes, <laughs> but it was still a good story. It was a good story. Yeah, I love how. They have to make a good story with these toys. This is what you get. Do what you can. Yeah. Okay. Well, guys, we're going to wrap it up here. If you have any questions or comments about the show, you can email us at fanboyopinion at gmail. Or if you just want to give your own opinion on some of the stuff we were talking about, you can hit us up on Twitter at fanboy underscore opinion. Plus, we have additional information on our website, fanboyopinion.com. And uh, you can listen to us for sure on Spotify and hopefully on the podcatcher of your choice. If we're not on it, please let us know. Uh, we'll try to get it there. Also, it'd really help out if you rate and review us. That being said, I hope you had a great time. I know I did. As always, I'm Eugene. And I'm Eric. And we'll see you all next time.